This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Welcome to OK Sis. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy. As we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, ready sisters? Welcome to OK Sis, our second installation of Happy Hour. So this is our quarantine edition as we did last week and we are here with the beautiful the effervescent Kenzie Elizabeth hi guys this has been um Maddie I don't know if you've noticed what I'm wearing I came really prepared I was over the moon excited about today so yeah really looking forward to this poured a whole glass of wine I'm just ready for this yeah Kenzie's wearing her support your sister sweatshirt hey oh yeah I probably should have like said that Sorry, guys. I'm wearing the OKSIS merch. <laughs> the OKSIS merch. We are so excited to have you. Um, th- interesting because you're drinking wine. And the last time we actually spoke to you, you were taking 2019 to not drink. So what changed and where did that decision come from? Um, well, I mean, I've drank in my life. Um, the, the issue was before 2019, I was just drinking a little bit too much. So I felt as though I needed to take a break but it's 2020 and we're also in a global pandemic so maybe that has partly to do with it but I've really been enjoying my I mean I'm a baby when it comes to wine like it's like all sugary and you know it's whatever but I've really been enjoying feeling very mature at home and cooking and drinking a nice glass of wine it's been really incredible doesn't it just like elevate everything you're doing into some sort of sophistication you're like I'm an adult right now yeah it's like some sort of event that just feels so much better you know So I want to check in with you because you just moved back to Texas. Well, you're kind of doing a split thing, and I don't know how that's going to work for during this pandemic, but we'll see how that goes. Um, But talk to us about how that move has gone and um, your new house. I want to hear everything. Yeah, I was actually supposed to be in L.A. this month, um, but, you know, that I actually have to move out of my house in L.A., by the end of this month so like obviously I'm not it it has been the biggest nightmare ever um but the move has been awesome I went to Nashville that was incredible has nothing to do with the move but really love it there um and yeah it's just been really great love my house I just ordered all new rooftop furniture which is really exciting and I'm in the process of like doing my office I've been waiting for this one chair for probably like six years at this point but it's fine are you living by yourself or with roommates no, by myself. It's so nice. 
Oh, that's so nice. Um, question. You don't have to give answer like numbers, but what is what's the like real estate rent like in Texas compared to Los Angeles? So Dallas has gotten more expensive than it used to be, especially like the kind of area that I'm in. I mean, in the suburbs, you can get a house for like like a mansion. I mean, not a mansion, but like probably a, a nice five six bedroom for like five hundred to seven fifty. Yeah, but that's in the suburbs. Like, you can't get that in the city. It's not the same thing. Yeah. They have, um, in, like, the nice areas, though, of, like, where I actually live, there's one, like, the nicest neighborhood. The property is honestly pretty similar to L.A., though. Like, I look at, I've been really bored, so I've been looking at Zillow for fun, you know, the past few weeks, and I'll do a side-by-side of, like, Highland Park to Dallas to L.A., and it's like not that different actually at all. So Adam and I just found a house in the neighborhood for almost a little bit more than our apartment. And it has four bedrooms and three bathrooms and like an upstairs and a backyard and all this stuff. And I'm like, I know I don't need four bedrooms, but to pay a little bit more and have a whole house. I don't know. Is that worth it, Mads? What do you think? A hundred percent. I am going to be purchasing a Emma Chamberlain-esque mansion, uh, hopefully by the time I'm 30. So let's start saving up. Uh, But I did want to talk to you about being in Texas because who are you seeing at this time? I want to know what your quarantine situation is. Are you, have you been seeing your boyfriend? Have you been seeing your family? I know that was a big reason why you moved back. So I do see my boyfriend. I'm doing pretty much exactly what Lauren is doing. Like, we're not quarantining together, but I'm still seeing him pretty frequently. I'm the only, like, we're the only people the other one sees. My stepmom's a doctor, so I, like, couldn't be anywhere near her after traveling and all that. So, like, I haven't really seen her. I saw my mom, like, for two seconds, like, very, very, very briefly. So I honestly, it's been, like, me in my house and then my boyfriend comes here like probably every day but I mean honestly not even every day honestly the past week it's really just been me and at first I was kind of dreading that even though I really love spending my time alone um but it's actually been kind of nice I have a question and you don't have to answer this if you're uncomfortable but I know that I mean I've been really enjoying your religious posts lately on Instagram I think they've been so amazing and so helpful obviously Mads and I are Jewish but I just feel like the stuff that you're posting from the Bible is so inspirational especially during this time and I I really respect you for your religious journey and your relationship with Jesus and Christianity, right? And um, I was wondering, is that something that kind of feeds into your relationship in the sense, are you really strict around like not moving in until you're married or no like sleepovers or you know what I mean? Like how does that relate to the way you structure your relationship? So I think, first off, thank you. Um, I think in it really affects just in the sense of like I I don't want to move in together until I'm married but honestly that would be with or without like my like faith it's more so like I I don't know I just I love living on my own and I have like the rest of my life to live with whoever I want to marry like I, I understand the concept of like people wanting to before or whatever I just like even when I like had no faith like at all I didn't want to do that because I just like having my own space and I want to just do that when I get married. So like, yes, but also like I just didn't really want to, you know? 
How is how is Easter going right now? So Scout and I are celebrating Passover. We're doing Zoom seders, which is so strange. And it's just so awkward because this is a really big holiday where we get the whole family together. And it's been a really strange shift to have to bring it online. And I'm sure you feel the same way with Easter. So how have you been celebrating? Because it was last Sunday, right? It's this Sunday. It was Palm Sunday. That's what okay. you're talking about. Um, no, it's so crazy. So we've been doing everything on Zoom as well. I mean, every most churches, I think like 99% at this point are streaming services and stuff. Um, but as far as like weekly meetings and all of that stuff, it's all been on Zoom. Like I literally live on Zoom now. But it's been, I mean, that's like really weird because Easter, especially like when you're serving in a church is a very busy time and you have a lot to do. And like, I mean, it's it's kind of just shifted obviously to online, but it still is like really weird. Yeah, Passover is my favorite holiday of all times, and I'm so upset that it's over Zoom because I don't even know how many people are going to my dad's Seder tomorrow or today when this, you know, comes out, but um, it's going to be weird. It's going to be interesting, but I guess I guess it's great that we're all adapting and still coming together no matter what, you know what I mean? Like we're finding a way to still be together even though it's over Zoom like the three of us are right now. One of the most surprising side effects of postpartum for me was that my hair started shedding right around the crown of my head. Now I have these random baby hairs sticking out near my forehead that I just can't figure out what to do with. Yeah, I keep asking you to tame those down, but they seem to be very stubborn. Yes, I know, Mads. After a few months of me not seeing improved hair growth, I knew I needed to give my hair some extra strength and support. Enter Nutrafol. I just got the Nutrafol's postpartum supplement and I'm so excited because I'm committed to supporting my hair health now that I'm postpartum. The next six months is going to be me and Nutrafol. I might not be a mother like Scoutala is, but as you sisters know, we are always on a hair journey here on OK Sister Podcast. I am always looking for a way to up my hair health game. I love Nutrafol because they have a whole body approach, multi-targets, underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker and stronger hair. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com promo code OKSIS. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. 
I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Um, Okay, I want to hear about some quarantine tips from you, Kenzie, because you as well as us, um, like to dabble in the coziness and um, the sweatsuit of it all. So talk to us about how you're keeping cozy during this time, how you are implementing self-care. What does that routine look like for you now that we're inside? So yes, love the cozy lifestyle. I have not worn anything other than sweatpants in a month at this point. <laughs> like I, there's no chance for me to actually, I'm not the person who's like going to get fully ready every day. I don't even wear makeup half of the time anyway. So like that's not going to happen. Um, I really was like, okay, you know, I already work from home. I think it's going to be fine. No, it is so different because I'm always leaving my house and I'm actually feel like I'm kind of going crazy. I went into this very like I'm going to get everything done. And then like for me personally, this is really just a time for me to like not put a lot of pressure on myself. So I've been reading a lot. That's been great. I've um, been okay. I know that you guys are not doing current obsessions in this thing. So I'm a little bit upset, but it's okay. I'll just squeeze mine in now. Um, Thanks for asking, guys. So I'm obsessed with Melissa Wood Health right now. I know Lauren posts about it all the time. Like so many of my friends have been talking about it for the longest time. And so I got a subscription. I'm really into her workouts, which is really opposite of what I'm normally into because I want like heavy like SoundCloud rap that's like really awful playing when I work out. And this is the like Melissa is so calming. She like you can hear her breath. Like it's just a different vibe, but I've been loving that. Um, I've literally been working out and what else? Reading. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. I mean, I've also been, like, working, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that, too. What about um, some TV shows? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, obviously, I watch Tiger King. Um, and that is literally how I picture Oklahoma to be. Like, I mean, please don't come at me, people. But, like, that's, like, I can't get that out of my head. Um, I am finishing Nashville. I've been watching that for the past probably, like, a little bit over a month, month and a half. And... I am, like, so obsessed with that show. It's not a show I thought I would be, like, this obsessed with. And all of my friends who have started watching it have said it's, like, their all-time favorite show. 
I, if any of you guys listening have watched, I just hit the really heartbreaking part of season five and I cried in bed for like two hours. So I've really been watching Nashville, um, Tiger King. I think I'm going to start watching The Circle. Is that good? I heard it's really amazing, but it looks so dumb, but I hear it's really good. I don't even know what it's about. I just, my, I'm in a group message with like my, uh, like one of my best friends and her boyfriend with my boyfriend and they keep giving us show recommendations because they're like right before us and they keep saying the circle. So I'm like, I mean, maybe I'll watch that, I guess. The circle is the social media one, right? Where it's like all about Instagram or something and they're trying to be Instagram stars. Is that it, Mads? Honestly, I, I, I think so. But that like came out a while ago, but people were, people were obsessed with it. But like, I think people, it, it got trumped by uh, Love is Blind. Mm, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, also, since we're on Zoom and I can see your beautiful fingernails, how are they so great? No, no, what no, is no. going look on? <laughs> oh, okay. You, you look at mine. Look oh, at yeah. mine. No, that they are so bad. But mine are dip. I don't think they're as hard to take off as gel, but I'm just dreading it, like dreading the process of it. So I keep putting it off. Yeah, I got um acetone. And then I, um, but I, so I'm taking them off right now and then I just got it today and then I'm going to attempt to give myself a manicure. I gave myself a really good pedicure, by the way, the other day. I even like showed Mads and she was pretty impressed. Um, so I think this is a moment where I get really good at doing my own nails and then I don't really have to go to the nail salon as much. My whole idea, thought process and all of this is that I'm just going to put, let this be a time for my nails to heal. You know, I always have something on it, so I'm just going to do nothing because if I do anything, it's going to look so awful. And my nails are probably very weak because I have had stuff on them for like years, so it needs to be done. Yeah, mine are breaking from the gel because I, the people that did my gel last time, you know how they file your whole nail when they put the fake on? Mm-hmm. They did that to put my gels on. I don't know why. And so it really fucked up my nails. But um, anyways, I'm looking forward to my new hobby of being a great nail artist um I have a question because we talked we haven't really talked so much about this but obviously and it doesn't have to be some serious crazy conversation because obviously this is happy hour but I want to talk about how the economy and the job situation because it's affecting so many industries how that's affecting like the YouTube space the influencer space the podcast space because I think we know you know it's affected the restaurant space but like a lot of influencers aren't talking about you know there's less brand deals or there's more brand deals or you know what's going on there like for example for me and my company I lost five clients due to the coronavirus but I also gained five so it's kind of evened out for me, even though there was that moment of panic. But what's it been like for like the YouTube space? I feel really grateful in the sense that obviously I'm like still able to work and like I've already been working from home and there's still income revenue. It's definitely a little bit less like my AdSense. What I should be making for my views this month is maybe like a third of what I should be making. So AdSense is really down um, and that fluctuates anyways. But since not really like a check that I necessarily rely on anyways um brand deals I've gotten offers still but I've also had gotten offers and then they got pushed back a month or two and then I honestly I've gotten more podcast deals than like ever in the past two weeks I don't know what is going on with the podcast space (coughs) I don't know what's going on with the podcast space but I mean my merch I can't sell right now it's like I mean it's taking a hit but like not anything like catastrophic for like my lifestyle you know that's good yeah that seems to be um across the board because I mean obviously there's more eyeballs on the internet than ever before and so that kind of makes sense that brand deals would still be coming in but again like what what products can 
people even benefit from that influencers are supporting or, you know, giving ads for. So it's a really interesting like balance that I think that and a shift that's definitely happening. Um, okay. I want to talk to you about like self care stuff. Like what are you doing to maintain a sense of stability and balance? Um, I know, you know, we're consuming a lot of content, but I mean, and we're kind of being cozy and, and, and whatever, but what are you doing to more so keep your mental health in check? So my mental health has actually, I think, been the worst it's been in a while. I think that's common for everyone, but I mean, even before I, well, okay, we don't even to Texas, February, okay, beginning of February, but not because I'm in Texas, like I love Texas and I'm so happy that I'm here, but I think it's also where like 90% of my trauma has happened. So like when I'm back here, it's kind of like, you know, the tweets when, People are home for winter break and they're like, are you guys resorting back to your 12 year old self? And I've been in years of therapy. I've been in like I've been on and off like antidepressants, like uh, anxiety meds, all of that stuff. Um, I haven't really been on meds in probably like four ish years, but I feel like a lot of I was so distracted in L.A. that a lot of things kind of caught up to me when I ended up moving back here. So I was already like, okay, I need to deal with this stuff and like figure it out. And also I ended up getting um, diagnosed with pre-menstrual dysphoric disorder so basically the week before so I grew up I'm like TMI but this is honestly like interesting so I grew up with like pretty easy periods like I didn't have mood swings or anything like that now and I was never like a crier anything like that the week before my period I can't get out of bed I'm so down I cried for 30 hours straight like just really really bad so at the time of all this happening this is already going on so my stepmom was a doctor and I ended up um, getting like a phone call appointment. And so they put me back on like a, a birth control and a like anxiety antidepressant that actually like specifically treats PMDD. So anyways, that's been one thing has been like actual medical help has been really helpful. And then on top of that too, that has been helping. It's only been like not even two weeks at this point. My mornings have been really actually good like I've been taking a lot longer on it and I'm not I mean like it is like my morning routine but it's not like I'm gonna get a thousand things done I give myself a lot longer to read and I've been reading especially I think now I'm kind of looking at this as like okay like I actually do have quite a few things I think I do need to deal with so I've been reading books kind of along those lines which has been really helpful I've been going on lawn walks in the morning. Um, honestly, Melissa Wood Health has helped, like, anxiety-wise so much. So maybe the reason, not the reason, but, like, maybe my workouts that I think help so much um, don't really, you know? Uh, so that's been really helpful. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, honestly, it's been reading, working out, and actual, like, medication has been helpful. How much do you miss hot Pilates? <laughs> so much. Like, I talked to Daylight you know, my favorite instructor all the time. Like I honestly talk to her just as much as I talk to like my friends. Like I talk to her all the time. I'm doing a, um, there's a hot Pilates studio that just opened in San Diego called Sweat Salt. It's run by like my one of my really, really, really close friends. And she's now shifted to like a live situation where we all jump in the Facebook group and it's donation based and they have Pilates. And I'm telling you, her Betsy and her instructors are so fucking hard I can only do 30 minutes because my butt is burning like just sore within 15 minutes 
they are like boot camp Pilates people, but it's not like intense like circuit training. It's like actual just mat Pilates and it's so amazing. It's also crazy how hard it is even as an at-home workout. Also, I will say at-home workouts are a lot more difficult than I ever thought they would be. I don't know why I didn't think they would be as hard, but taking like when I do like a Shannon YouTube video or one of the lives or whatever it might be I'm actually dying like I literally am like I can't walk this is so hard I know it's been so interesting because I was very hesitant towards the at-home workout life but obviously when all this happened I had to uh shift but I have been loving it and actually I think I'm going to implement it into my routine one the quarantine lifts like I really have been enjoying just not having to drive to a studio and park and then this it's like it adds another hour to your day where when you're done with the workout you just hop in the shower and you're ready to go okay I was just gonna say that the one reason why I don't work out all the time is because it's not just an hour in the studio it's like a whole hour this and here I can just go into my kitchen do 30 minutes and then I'm done it really is life-changing. I didn't think that it would be something I really wanted to do. Also, I just want to give a little shout-out to all my haters, otherwise known as my family, because I really wanted to make my <laughs> gym or my garage a gym. And I kept saying, like, okay, I really, really want to do this. And they were like, why would you do that? Because I literally – I just got – gifted like an equinox membership so like there's i just don't need a gym and then i also have all my class pass stuff like i don't even have to pay for any of this stuff so i'm being so ridiculous but i really wanted a gym and everyone's like no and they're crushing my dreams so i listened to my haters i made that mistake and here i am without a gym in my house just saying maybe you were like predicting the future i think i was Okay, so what is like, what's your plan for the weekend? Have you been trying to delegate certain activities for the weekend or is kind of every day been bleeding into the other? No, I've definitely been trying to have it feel like an actual weekend. Um, I keep telling my boyfriend that all I want right now is like a Christmas movie marathon day because we're in quarantine. It's a global pandemic. If I want it to be Christmas, it can be Christmas. And he's, like, not really super into the idea because he's one of those, like, oh, you can't watch Christmas movies, blah, blah, blah. Which, like, I wouldn't normally want to watch a Christmas movie in April, but, like, I am, I need some joy in my life. And so I'm really hoping that that happens. Um, updates to come. I did give him this whole talk the other day about how my love language is just quality time and that my quality time would really just be the, the numbers would be through the roof if that happened um but no I definitely am working like Monday through Friday and then I have a weekend but I've been so much more like gentle with myself and not making myself feel like I have to do 17,000 things and I have to say that alone for mental health like totally looping back to the question um has been very good so talk to us um about like has your YouTube cadence changed? Have are you still uploading weekly vlogs or have you kind of changed? Have you upped the content or how has it shifted? Honestly, I feel like it's pretty much the same. I normally post around three times a week. I don't have a super, super set schedule. Sometimes it's five times, sometimes it's two. Um, for the most part it's three. So I just vlog and then that's mainly what I've been posting. I have a meaning to like sit down and film normal videos but like nothing uh, that just doesn't sound appealing to me right now so I've just been doing vlogs and it's been good honestly I think people are a little more engaged right now because they're so bored 
and they just need a friend because they're lonely at home, you know? Yeah, I agree. I feel like people are like relying on content so much right now, but it's interesting because I feel like what people are relying on is different. Like, I don't know. I don't know if like some people who like Matt's used to listen to podcasts all the time right now, she's not because she doesn't have her drive or her walks to lunch or whatever it is that she listens to podcasts. I only listen to podcasts in the car. And so I haven't really been listening to that many, but I've been consuming so much more TV. So I'm watching like Vanderpump Rules, which I had a whole dream about it last night and I'm all freaked out. But anyways, I think it's interesting, like what people are paying attention to or what kind of content they need right now. That's so funny that you're finally watching. I listened to last week. I'm a fan. Um, I also, I have to say, I too started listening to a lot less podcasts because I'm not driving anymore. And that's when I listen to them anyways. And like I moved to Texas, so I don't spend four hours in the car anymore a day. So I have started listening to them in my house in the morning. But I listen, like I always listen to you guys. I always listen to Lauren. I always listen to my friends. Because I think it makes me feel like I'm with my friends rather than the other ones that I would also listen to to like more so like learn from because I'm just it's just not my vibe. So I listen to podcasts that are my friends and then I watch a lot more TV. Um, No, I totally agree. I and yes, this is probably the most bougie white girl problems situation but you know what we're living our truth. This is what is happening at the current moment and we are discussing our content consumption in a very <laughs> deliberate way. Okay. Um, if Maddie hops off, it's because her computer is about to die. But anyways, um, I have the most spoiled bratty thing ever is that I have – okay, but I have really curly hair, guys. Like I know you don't believe me. I know you just think it's wavy. It is like super, super – like um frizzy and tight and like matty anyways I go to dry bar to get my hair blown out because it's just it takes me hours at home and I can work while I'm at dry bar and it's just a really good use of my time and I washed my hair for the first time last week oh my god it was I don't want to do it again I don't want to do it again it took me forever I have so much hair and so that is what I'm but I was listening to a podcast while I did my hair so maybe that's what I listen to podcasts now I know so many people who do that by the way like that's actually a very common thing to do people just don't say that they do it because of whatever but yeah no I love dry bar I think that's actually genius yeah. Okay. Mads is about to like pop out. So, um, Kenzie, we love you so much. We miss you. We can't wait till you're back in LA. I miss you guys so much. Seriously. I don't know where Maddie is. I think she's gone. But anyways, sorry. Hi, I'm here. It's about to die. Okay. We love you, Mads. We love you, Kenzie. Um, everybody stay safe and healthy. <laughs> we love you and we will see you later. Ah, mm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.